Welcome back to another episode of Money Talks. This is Hugh Meyer. Hope you're doing well. Remember, we are connecting entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and business experts to you, the small business owner and entrepreneur. Today, really excited to have my guest. He's the CEO and founder of Overflow, Vance Roush. Overflow was created to establish a frictionless way to expedite charitable giving to nonprofits and other foundations. This Vance is planning to unlock this technology in other asset classes, and I'm super excited to learn more about this in this episode. Remember, if you like this episode, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and we'll be back with another episode. Thank you again. Vance, welcome to the Money Talks podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks, Hugh. It's so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Same here. I was really excited to get connected to you uh, or with you by uh, Ema Ralph. And, you know, I've been learning a lot about you and your story and, you know, what you're working on. So without, without further ado, well, why don't we get into that? Let, Let's tell, do us, it. tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah. So my background has been in technology for the past decade. I started my career at Google and then from there got recruited to help lead product at a growth stage startup called Adara. Really amazing company uh, in the data technology space. They serve some of the largest travel brands in the world. And that's kind of where I got my entrepreneurial bug um, a little bit in the technology space. Simultaneous to that, and maybe more notably, my wife and I actually started a church alongside wow. an Australian couple. Yeah, because the Bible is actually a lot better in an Aussie accent. I don't know if you know that, Hugh. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> now. Now you do. So we started actually in Palo Alto, seven people in a living room in 2012. Today, we have over 4,000 people connected to our community. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's been really, really cool. And I say all of that because it's related to what I'm doing today. It's really the inspiration to what I'm doing today. I've seen firsthand in the past decade the power of generosity. Uh, in our community, Vive, you know, if anybody's listening out there, vivechurch.org, and you're interested to, to learn more, definitely check us out. Uh, but in this community that we've been developing, generosity has been just a culture that has been cultivated in, in a really powerful way. We've literally, to date, have raised tens of millions of dollars to the causes that we care about, in addition to local nonprofits that we partner with. And through that is just so much impact and, and inspiration. Uh, but within that, I also identified this white space, I guess, in the, the the generosity market, right? Where I started seeing, you know, people in our congregation start having more and more of an appetite to want to donate stock, Facebook stock, Google stock, Apple stock. And I thought it was so interesting, you know, for our church, we opened up a brokerage account and then we would provide this information, but it was clunky, right? right. It was clunky yes. and that friction actually stops people, specifically millennials who don't, don't wanna be doing any faxes and <laughs> filling out forms and <laughs> things like that. And yes. so that's what really sparked the idea of, we need to create the Venmo for stock donations, which is, which is overflow based on this inspiration of generosity is powerful. That's all. I love that. That's a very succinct, very clear uh, introduction. And uh, you, you're already answering my questions before I ask them. Oh, okay. Just, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. I love it. Thank you. So maybe yeah. back up, I guess, what was, I mean, you kind of discussed a little bit, but maybe what was the light bulb moment if for you mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I, this is, you know, this is what I want to do. I mean, were you a lot of people, they have a pen and a pad with them all the time and writing ideas. Like what, what kind yeah. of sparked 
outside the, the, the this concept of community and generosity, maybe yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So as a, I've always like been passionate about business. So as a business person, you know, I, I've learned that, Hey, a good business identifies and understands a problem deeply and then provides a solution that, that really solves that pain point. Right. And so that, that's what kind of stock donations, um, was for me, that was the business light bulb moment, but the light bulb moment in terms of this being one of the things I dedicate my life to was actually kind of a deeper first principle. This revelation that I found actually in Proverbs eleven twenty four, found in the Bible, it's, a, it's an ancient proverb. It says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And I've been infatuated with this principle for 18 to 24 months now, just meditating it on, on it daily and getting new conviction that that is just so true, that when you give, there is intrinsic val like value when you give, right? It's better to give than to receive. I actually, I was nerding out on this concept so much that I started like really going down this rabbit hole of scientific studies. I found this study from Berkeley. It's called the Science of Generosity. They found that when you give financially, not of your time, when you give money specifically, it releases a dopamine in your brain on the level of when you eat food and when you get to shelter. We are wired wow. as human beings to give, right? And if, if the principle in the proverb is true that you know the world of the generous gets larger and larger, meaning that when you give, you experience an enlarged life. You're connecting yourself to something beyond yourself. If that is true, yes. why would I not try to dedicate my life so that every single human being can experience the life of the generous, right? Um, and, and I just think that if it makes scientific sense, if it makes financial sense, you know, when you give, you're probably more on top of your money, <laughs> right? Yes, and that's right. It, you know, if it's aligned with my value system, it, it was just something that was like, wow, okay, I, I can, I can build this for a long time and be excited about it. Hundred uh, percent. Thank you for that. I really, I, that, I really appreciate that that uh, that background there, and 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 yeah. couldn't agree with you more. I, uh, you know, I, I'm really like I said to you off camera, very fortunate to be connected to people like yourself and other founders who they all have this great sense of self and yeah. all. And I, and I think even though you guys are all, you know, all working on different pieces of this world and, and niches in the many ways, they're all, they all have this communal impact. They're, yes. They, that's the one, you know, FinTech, you know, it's very cooperative. It doesn't seem yes. to, to be very competitive and, there's so many ways that I've seen or that are, and they're happening before our eyes that are trying to better yeah. more lives out there through their, through yeah. the growth of their businesses. You know, to your point, it's so interesting because it is a, it's a unique thing, FinTech, right? Because ultimately what it is, is our relationship with money. Right. And I think that's why there's so much excitement and energy around it because most people do not have good relationship with their money. <laughs> right. Money is ultimately right a master over them, and you can right. tell because they have anxiety when they look at their bank account. Right? You can tell because they're they're anxious because they feel like they can't give because they don't have enough. Right? And so we hope to to help and 
create solutions alongside people like Ema um, and their team, you know, to be able to give people the tools that they need to find financial freedom. I think that that's really going to release a lot of people from anxiousness. No, that that's a great point. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more because you know when people obviously they make jokes about you know everything's a fintech and and you know and people inside of it they, you know obviously they get a good laugh out of that but yeah but but what everyone's realized is that we're we're in this world now that's becoming fully digital yeah. we're kind of leaving this analog world yeah you know the younger subset of the population is extremely bright and intelligent when it comes yes. to understanding technology and they're kind of done or they don't even want to get started with this old line institutionalized way of finance, which right. is now archaic. The technology is dated. They they look to solutions like yourself or EMAs yeah. or many of the other people that I've had the pleasure of interviewing, whether it's you know employee-related stock, whether yeah. it's emergency savings plans, yeah. all these things that are coming about you know, are recreating the world of finance. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. Very exciting. So let's, let's get into, you know, ex, you know, the dynamics and the mechanics of overflow, you know, how, cool. how you, how people are connected to you and kind of what the process is as far as, you know, what has made it so successful so far. Yeah. So it's our privilege to be able to work with some of the top nonprofits in the world. We empower them with an easy button for their donors to be able to donate stock literally in seconds um, to this not their nonprofit that they love, right? And so what that looks like is we consider ourselves a B2B SaaS company for nonprofits. And so as we continue to expose and educate nonprofits about our tool, they get really excited to implement it on their donate pages, on their donation newsletters, on social media to expose this tool to their donors. Um, and so there's two reasons why donors are really receptive about this channel and wanting to participate and donate right through this channel is number one, many donors today still don't realize the tax efficiency and the tax benefits from donating stock. Right. So when they learn that from their nonprofit, they actually are very excited about it. So if you think about it, you know, if you put in federal and state taxes, right? If you realize long-term capital gains even, which is lower than short-term, but long-term capital gains, you're you're gonna be you know taxed up to 37%. This is before even you know Biden's proposal of doubling right. <laughs> the federal cap gains tax, right? Yes. And so so this is even before that. So up to 37%. So you know, for easy math, if you have ten thousand dollars in gains in Apple, right? If you realize that gain then you're going to get around $6,000. Right. And then you can only give now $6,000 to the charity um, or the nonprofit or the church or the private school that you want to give to. But if you do it with overflow, what you can do is you can just transfer that stock gains in Apple directly to the nonprofit. And then when the nonprofit liquidates the stock uh, so that they can turn it into cash so they can use it for the, the good work that they're doing, they don't have to pay any capital gains tax because they're a 501c3 right. tax exempt organization. So what does that mean? That means more impact for you as an individual. That means that the nonprofit can do more, 
right? Um, because it's a higher gift. And get this, it's now a higher tax deduction. It's not a $6,000 tax deduction. You get the tax deduction on the fair market value right. of that donation, right? And so that's really cool. This is the kicker, Hugh, that people don't know either. The kicker is this, that if you are thinking about donating cash anyways, but you chose to donate stock instead, that $10,000 you have now cash on hand, you can rebuy back that Apple stock at the new cost basis. Right. <laughs> That's right. And so now when it goes up again, you just now minimize capital gains um, on that same position. And so I've literally had people write into me saying, Vance, I didn't realize this was going to happen, but I just gave pretty significantly to this nonprofit and I saved so much on taxes that I'm taking my family on vacation. And I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing. Doesn't get that any better. Story. That's so good. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I'm not like anti-tax or anything like that, but, you know, the, um, the autonomy and the, the ownership where you can kind of direct this in a way that is aligned with your values is so cool, right? It's just, it's what actually many high net worth individuals have done for years, but we want to democratize that education. Right. right? Yeah. hundred percent. Thank you for giving that, just, you know, that education, if you will. I think it's yeah. important to your point that, you know, so many people don't understand this process and the power of the process and don't understand what it, you know, essentially what it means if I'm giving stock and why is that better than selling it? And, and once you break it out and talk about the tax impacts and the impact you can have, it, it's, it's uh, obviously a much easier uh, road and of understanding as far as the power that you can, you know, have and give to, to other organizations by right. the, by way of stock donation. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I've spent so many. I've spent over two decades in finance, and and much of that working with families. And invariably, this process happens. You know, happens on a yearly basis. Yep. And it's it's a very uh, uh, currently it's a very cumbersome process. Yes. It, it, in many cases, it annoys and aggravates the clients <laughs> for the amount of work they have to do. But well, they're trying to give. Exactly. And you've created a solution that right. has making it seamless. I literally met somebody, um, you know, not too long ago that wanted to facilitate literally a seven figure dollar gift. And this is before they knew about overflow and it took them 45 days, <laughs> all the forms, the back and forth, the emails, the waiting on hold with the brokerage accounts and things like that. It took 45 days to complete the transaction. It's a seven figure gift. And he was frustrated after just imagine that right like you you gave like really significantly to your kids private school um and you're sad after that right so that's not going to happen again and so that's the missed opportunity right the missed opportunity is if that was an enjoyable experience you might do it again right and so that's what actually capture right that's right. There's also there isn't just the experience, but that psychology that you just that you just pointed <laughs> out that if it's a if it's a great if it's an easy experience and, and it's a great experience and it's you know frictionless, mm -hmm. then you're gonna wanna do you're gonna wanna do that again. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe just take us through really quickly the mechanics. So, you know, like I'm a not I'm I'm a donor, if you will, and I want to donate to a nonprofit mm -hmm. and my stock is wherever it is. Maybe just take us quickly through yeah. 
you know, the process of overflow relative totally. to, to the archaic process that's still being used. Totally, totally. So I'll, I'll narrate it, especially for people on audio, um, which would probably be most helpful. So, you know, let's say that you really love this nonprofit called New Story. It's actually one of my friends' nonprofits. They 3D print homes in Latin America. Oh, wow. They're, yeah, their mission is to end global homelessness and they leverage- That's amazing. Yeah, the most cutting edge technologies to do that. So you've caught wind of this nonprofit. You, they have an op Apple documentary actually. So you saw them on an Apple documentary, you go to their website, newstorycharity.org. And you know, like any other website, they have a big donate button on the website. You click the donate button and you have options now on News Story, not to just give via ACH debit credit, but there's a button that says donate stock there. That's powered by overflow. So you're gonna click on that button because you know you have a Robinhood account or a Charles Schwab account, Fidelity account, Vanguard account, right? Maybe you work at Facebook, so you know your RSUs are in your Charles Schwab account. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna connect your Charles Schwab account. Um, we're built on top of technologies like Plaid and Yodely, right? And it's all secure. You're going to connect just kind of like you log in when you go to charlesschwab.com. You're going to connect your brokerage account. And then in that experience, the overflow experience, we're going to pull your stock that you hold. And we're going to do it in a way that organizes it by most appreciated gains. Right. Excellent. Right. Yep. I was going to so, ask you. So maybe you thought you wanted to give Tesla, but actually, the Apple stock that you've been in for six years at a very low cost basis has more gains today. Um, and so we illuminate that, oh, actually maybe Apple is better to give. And so you're going to give 10 shares of Apple because you have a hundred shares and you know, this is your overflow account. You don't pay your rent, right? You don't pay uh, your kids' school fees off of this account. This is purely, you know, your overflow account where you're, where you have abundance. And so you're going to give 10 shares of Apple um, to build a home in Latin America, right? And then you're going to click a couple more buttons so that we can make sure to get your e-signature, the right account information, all connected up. And literally, it's going to take you 60 seconds. You press submit, and now you've initiated a stock donation directly to build those homes. And you're going to get a confirmation from New Story. You're going to be on their list now to get all the updates of when that home is built, and, you know, we have a saying on the thank you page, uh, give good, feel good, right? That, that, that intrinsic value, it's not maybe a return on investment on your money, but it's a return on impact. And at that moment, it's a celebration like, wow, cool. I, I've, been, I've been able to be part of something today. That, that's an amazing gift. Thank you for that. That's really great to break it down. It's amazing how seamless, frictionless, didn't have to send faxes back and forth <laughs> with yep. signatures and et cetera. Uh, I, you know, I, I look forward to, uh, hopefully being able to use that. Uh, oh, very cool. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, definitely. I, uh, that's, that's amazing. I'm, I'm really excited for you and kind of everything you're working on. So what's, I guess, what's your next, I, I'm sure you set, you know, lofty goals for yourself and kind of <laughs> new frontiers that you want to, you know, you want to keep the business moving and growing. What's kind of your next, you know, next project that you guys are tackling, um, yeah. at overflow. Private stock donations. How can we make it frictionless for somebody to donate? Because right now we make it pretty easy for publicly traded stock because you right. hold it. You hold it at you know a major brokerage like Charles Schwab or Fidelity, um, and there's a process for that. But virtually, it's 
you know, nearly impossible, not impossible, but very, very high friction to donate, to transfer private stock, right? If you think about it, Stripe is a private company. Right. <laughs> but those private for shares for now are gonna <laughs> yeah, are gonna be worth, but you know, as an employee at Stripe, it'd be cool to be able to do it now, not wait for when they go public, right? It would be cool to be able to because giving is a very emotional thing. It's campaign based. It's right. it's it's you know, from an appeal of what what's happening right now. We saw incredible generosity. Um, when BLM, right, uh, you know, and social injustice really got the attention it deserved last year. And so, you know, it's very much a space where people want to, to give when they're motivated to give. And if you don't capture that energy, um, then that's when you kind of miss out on facilitating what, what people's intent is, right? And so, you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of paper wealth in right. private companies, very successful, like high growth companies that also want to be generous, but they just don't have that wealth in liquid form right now. What if they could take some of, you know, uh, that and, and actually donate in the moment and not, not say, I'll do it later, right? Um, and then they lose that energy later. And so that, that's kind of what we're excited about. If we unlock that, when we unlock that, that is going to provide so much net new value for our customers, which we're really excited about. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you know, we've obviously the the public markets for you know for twenty years, just due to legislation, there's fewer and fewer yeah pr- publicly traded companies. More are going private, or they're staying private. Yeah, and obviously now with all this huge, you know this amount of investment going on in venture capital and the growth in a lot of these businesses, you know, or one minute or, you know, 10, $10 million valuation, and then there are a hundred million. And exactly. obviously if there was a way for people to be able to unlock that and donate that, I mean, that's, that, that's a huge, there's a lot of potential there. So look forward to seeing, hearing how about how that's going to, uh, how that'll grow for you guys and, and, Thanks and you. watching those developments. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, that that's fantastic. So um, I know you uh, outside of your business, you know, I've heard through and through the readings that you are a big MBA fan. Is that oh, correct? Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I am. I have actually a, a half court basketball court in my backyard that I, I pretend like, you know, I can make it in the MBA. Uh, and that's about as far as I go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I listened to you on another podcast. So I had, oh, okay, to, yeah. I, I had to bring that up. Just are you so an you NBA can... fan? Are you Laker fan, Hugh? I uh <laughs> People who are watching this are going to get upset. I'm actually from Philadelphia originally. So oh, I'm so you're a 76 fan. I am a 76 fan. Allen Iverson era? Come on. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, That's my guy. Come on. I, I'd say he's he's probably number two. I mean, Charles Barkley is always going to be my favorite ah, because I that was okay. growing up. I, I followed him. I, I mean, yeah. obviously love Iverson. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm a guarded optimist right now. I think they're going to have a very – tough path through the through the nets so we'll have they to got some, they got some we'll talent man they got some talent like they just got to put it together it's those yeah. clutch it's those clutch moments right who's going to take the last shot you're yeah i mean you're right that's been their that's been uh, one of their issues for, for years is having other guys there to make shots for them so yeah. so are you who's who's the team that you you that you're uh rooting for or 
So some of my friends that might be listening to this are probably going to get upset. Uh, growing up, you know, uh, I grew up a Laker fan. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mainly, I, I grew up a Kobe fan. You know, hard RIP, not to be. Yeah, RIP. But you know, Kobe definitely, you know, was an inspiration growing up. Um, and then when he retired, and you know, I started getting ingrained in the Bay Area community a lot more. You know. It's hard to not root for the Warriors. Yeah, I you mean, know? it's it's kind of phenomenal. It's a special. I mean, Steph Curry is a special player. It's just special. Yeah, yeah, no question. I actually, I was lucky to keep, be connected with someone who went to Davidson and actually is is friendly nice. with 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 uh, with Steph. So cool. Like, yeah. yeah, he played. It, that was you know that was a fun story to to kind of get off track on. Uh, you know, very nice. Obviously, he's. People know he's a super personable guy oh, and very personable, nice yeah. and a uh, great guy in that community. Obviously, yes. And so, yeah, it's hard hard not to be excited. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, typically NBA is not on top of my list, but it, it's pulled me in this year. I just, it's yeah. just, it, there's there's a lot of excitement. A lot, a lot of these series are really going to be tight. I'm kind of been watching the Knicks Hawks, which if you haven't seen those games, oh have been, yeah, Trey. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Phenomenal to watch. I think that's another podcast. You, the business of basketball, very fascinating. It is. They've, they've made some really good moves uh, and evolved in the 21st century just to be a special league, right? They're a really special product. Yeah, no question. And and some very smart players that are, mm-hmm. you know, doing a lot, doing a lot of good with their money. So right. uh, it's, 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 right. it's taking, a f- taking, taking a leadership position, which they should. So good. yeah building their brands and, and, and doing it and being very philanthropic while they do that. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, but yeah, it's all, it's all very exciting. So I had to want to talk about that for at least I a minute it. or two. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So I always, thank you. So I always uh, like to give the guests a chance to ask me a question. I spend so much time asking them questions. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the mic and you can ask me, uh, ask me a question about anything. I love it. I, my question would be Hugh, you've been, you know, in the finance space for, for a while what's the future of finance look like in your opinion i think we're <laughs> i think the, the future of finance is happening now in, now. in front yeah. of us i mean yeah. that's why i've spent so much time you know reaching out and interviewing fintech founders because it just occurred to me that a year ago you know the, the the entrepreneurs the small business owners really were you know horribly impacted by by what happened with covid right. and so much information coming out, all these government programs, no real path to, to how do I get to them? How do I mm-hmm. account for them? What does this mean to me? And that was kind of the crux of why I started the, this podcast. And then as kind of the year went along, it occurred to me, well, what's the, what's holding this up? Like, why are, why are business owners still struggling? You know, What's going on? Why? And it occurred to me, you know, the answer of the solutions was in the world of fintech because wow. just just from kind of following the news and following these neo banks and these digital banks who were having a lot of success just processing PPP loans. And yeah. to me, that was the microcosm because you're right. talking about a digitally native, you know, at the cutting edge of technology industry, understanding who their client base was, yes, understanding technology and getting things done efficiently. Because in the end of the day, that and you eloquently pointed this out at the beginning of the show about 
identifying what a problem is of your client yeah. and, and being here to create the solution for that client, whatever it yes. is. So to me, it's, it's FinTech and all these forms, whether it's what you're working on, whether it's payroll, whether it's emergency savings, whether it's stock options, whether it's, there's a myriad yeah. of, of technology that's being developed. And I think that's the future. We're going, we had this kind of old line institutionalized world of finance. And then over here, there's a whole new world of finance that's being yeah. created. That's more efficient. That's helping more people that's building wealth and it's a better way. So good. I love that. Yeah. The future is now I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's crazy. It's like light speed. When I, when I meet and talk to people, you know, they're series a series B, I, I had so many stories of, of founders I've interviewed have literally started these businesses in 2020 crazy. and it's, it's crazy. 2021. And, but that's what's, that's where this is going. It's just, it's yeah. lightning. Uh, you know, you gotta be ready. You have to have a solution. There's such a huge addressable market out there of, of yep. things that we can change for the better. So yeah, appreciate that. I love it. I love it. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. And so I always like to conclude where my guests offer, you know, one piece of actionable advice to our get our viewers. Thank you for being here today. It was amazing to uh, connect with you finally. Really grateful for the time. And uh, thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I would just say, you know, um, if you haven't given significantly before, try it. Try it, you know, and be intentional about it. You would be surprised how much that proverb, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, will just play out in your life. And so try it. And if you try it and it doesn't work, <laughs> I don't even know what it works means, but if it doesn't work for you, uh, you can you can find me on Twitter and, and complain. But um, you know, I, I have a good sense that you'll find a lot of intrinsic value by being intentional and being thoughtful about how you can give no question, hundred percent. There's a there's a myriad of nonprofits out there that can mm -hmm. you know could definitely use help, and you know with your with your help and your technology, that that world is only going to get better and more people. Like you said, having that psychology that this experience was you know so easy and meaningful, I'm going to do it again, and that'll multiply. I mean that's yeah. just that's just the reality. So uh, again. Thank you, Vance. Pleasure having you here today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. I know you're super busy, but uh, again, uh, let's stay in touch. Yes. Wanna, obviously, love to keep track of what's going on at Overflow. And, and thank you. Know, you. Good luck to you and your team. And thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you again for being here, everyone, with another episode of Money Talks. When you get time, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll be back again next week. Again, this is Money Talks. Take care.